back to school bashes, trunk or treats, webinars, we all have attended these events. But as business owners, events can take on a whole new meaning as they are an opportunity to increase visibility for your business and make connections within the community. In today's episode, we are gonna review the types of events as well as their pros and cons. Today's episode will be broken into two parts, so please be sure to listen to both. bosses are you working even after putting the kids to bed but still not getting results are you tired of spending money on ads that aren't getting engagement do you feel burdened that you aren't fulfilling your purpose in life because you are so consumed with work i'm your host Brooke Bolts. I'm an attorney and founder of Bolts Legal. I started my business and in one year was bringing in seven figures and am now bringing in multi seven figures. And I'm your co-host Rachel Bolts, owner of Bolts Media. I've helped many businesses build their online presence and increase their revenue through digital marketing. Want to hear how we did it? We are here to help you achieve your goals personally, professionally, and spiritually. So kick off your high heels sit back and let's ignite that passion we're miss biz where we're putting the miss in biz let's get biz done when i first started my business community events and events in general were not a part of my marketing plan but over the years I have come to realize the benefit that they bring to building my business. And for today's podcast, I've categorized the events into three types, and we're going to talk about the pros and cons of each. Um, The first type of event we're talking about is community events, events that you participate in as a sponsor or an attendee where you set up a booth or a table and you're one of a number of vendors. The second is events that you host yourself, that you are the spot, you are the, you put the event together, you are the host, you are the um, coordinator of the event. And third are virtual events. These are things like webinars and Zoom calls um, that are virtual. So when you're, if you're first starting out, the community or virtual events are probably going to be um, more appealing to you because there's a lower cost and um, less staff needed to assist in the planning and preparation and invitations. Um, But if you're further along in your business, you really should be hosting in-person events yourself, and we'll talk about the reasons why. So, Rachel, can you, and, and actually, Rachel is the first person who really encouraged me to start doing community events. I never wanted to do them because I just perceived them as, I don't want to stand outside in the heat for six hours, you know, handing out air fresheners. Um, I just, I didn't want to spend my time doing that. And Rachel said, I'll do it. 
it, it will benefit the firm. I'll do it. So we bought a tent. We got you know a table, got a tablecloth, got some merch and giveaways. And she really started doing it. And that was the first time that Bolts Legal started participating in events. So in terms of community events, some of the major pros include uh, brand recognition. When you are sponsoring an event, people get to see your name, whether it's you know on your tent or it's on a table, or um, even if you're just talking to people, you don't have those branded items at your table. You're still talking to people. People get to see your business and may have an opportunity to um, be able to identify you whereas prior to that they might not have even known who you were um, also being involved in community events it shows community involvement and people like to do business with individuals who show their support to the community who are you know contributing to a cause or trying to make a larger impact also with the community activities this is an in-person meeting um, which I think is very important because it's going to increase the likelihood that someone will remember you and will contact you later. Uh, there's a huge difference between seeing an ad on TV or seeing a billboard or seeing you know an, an ad on Facebook. When you get to have that that shared experience with someone, whether it be the business owner or employees of the company, you really get to form a connection much more in a much more impactful way than just simply seeing something from a distance or seeing a logo or um, some form of advertisement. Um, community events are an excellent opportunity to gather up business cards. Um, you can gather up business cards so that you can incorporate them into your email marketing campaign um, or even just follow up with them. If you have their address, you can send them like a thank you card or um, you can give them a call on the phone as well. Um, also, community events are very inexpensive to participate. Usually the fee to be um, a vendor or to have a table set up is very, very inexpensive and, and can benefit your business um, to reach more people that you wouldn't have normally been able to reach. And sometimes, depending on the event, whoever is coordinating it will tell you, you know, well, last year we had X amount of participants, or the year before that we had X amount of participants, or we're expecting this amount of people to be here. So that'll be a good way to gauge how much exposure you're going to, to receive and then be able to do the math to say, well, is my financial investment worth the amount of people that I could potentially connect with? Um, another pro of community events are the giveaways and games. Um, so the Promotional Products Association International reports that 73% of people use promotional products at least once a week, and 45% of people use the promotional product at least once a day. The Brand Spirit blog also reports that 20% of individuals have made a purchase from an advertiser after 
receiving a promotional product, um, which I think is an important statistic to be aware of. I also think it depends on the type of giveaway that it is, if it's something of value and useful. Um, but that's a great way for people to remember you and to be able to um, have that that subliminal advertising ingrained in their brain after that initial point of contact. Today is an exciting day. It is time to announce our winner of the International Podcast Day giveaway. So we've had a lot of entries here and we've got them in our basket and today we're gonna pick out one. So Brooke, you wanna do the honors? We're gonna do a drum roll. The winner is Joan Lucero. Yay! Congratulations, Joan. We'll be in contact with you. We'll send you an uh, email and let you know that you are the lucky winner. Thank you so much to everyone who participated. And last but not least, happy International Podcast Day. If you enjoy the Miss Biz podcast, but still have questions or need advice, we have some exciting news for you. Join us for Miss Biz Connects. Miss Biz Connects is a weekly one hour Zoom call on Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is one hour each week dedicated to you. We want to meet you and put our brains together to help you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. To access the meeting link, visit us on our social media pages at Miss Biz Podcast or send us an email to MissBizPod at gmail.com. Join us this Friday and let's grow the Miss Biz Nation. Um, also, you can give away flyers or brochures if your business, you know, does something with services or programs um, or if it's just relevant. Um, and what's great about flyers and brochures is consumers trust print advertisements 34% more than search engine advertisements when making purchasing decisions. So. There's obviously a lot of pros to participating in community events as a sponsor. And if you're wondering how do you, you know, participate in these type of events, if you're a business owner, you probably will already be getting emails from different uh, events asking if you want to be a sponsor, golf tournaments. Um, the city where I reside puts on all kinds of events every year. They do something for St. Patrick's Day. They do something called Bark and Brews. They do food truck um, nights, just almost every holiday. Easter, they're having some type of community event. So if you just spend a little time on online searching for events in your area, uh, you'll find a website and there's gonna be a, a link there to, to a sponsorship opportunity. Um, but Community events have pros, but there's also some limitations. And some of those things are, yes, it's going to create some more awareness of your brand, but you're going to be seen as one of probably dozens, if not hundreds, of other 
tables or tents that were there. You're seen as another vendor, not necessarily as a leader in your space or an authority figure. Um, also, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of man hours. And the return um, for your time is not always there. The, the financial investment to participate is low, but the cost of the giveaways can be high and the cost of your time can be high. And so, and if you have to have multiple staff people there, um, you have that staffing expense and you know, it's just, it's a lot of work. Rachel can tell you setting up that tent. I mean, she brings the tent herself and sets it up herself and sets up this big table. We put the tablecloth, she has all the different merch items. It's a lot of work. And then you have to tear it all down at the end. So it's just a lot of man hours. Um, so that's that's a con in in my opinion also the event itself tends to lead to more surface level type conversations when people are coming to these events they are there with the intention of just going from tent to tent or vendor to vendor grabbing a giveaway and keep on moving um and so it's they're, they're not coming with the expectation of diving deep and talking about um, deep conversations and and building an emotional rapport next is the giveaways Rachel talked about the giveaways are pro in that you're having an opportunity to access a lot of people in one place you don't have to worry about shipping costs or mailing things out these are going to be people in your community who are going to be likely part of your target audience so you're having an opportunity to give them something in their hands about your business right then and there um, but they you you know you want to stand out you don't want to be giving away something that they're accustomed to receiving that they're just gonna glance at and throw it in a bag um, and to do that can become costly we had some bolts legal shirts and hoodies that we were giving away at events for a while and i eventually was like this is too expensive these the, the price per unit was very high and so it was it was really popular people would come to our tent just to get and we had hats too that were under armor brand so people would come saying i want an under armor hat or i really love the hoodie that because they were we had some crop top hoodies like we, we had some really good quality and really nice designed clothing merch that we were giving away so people people appreciated it they came and asked for it but it was expensive to be able to give away that much merch to that many people um and another con about the giveaways is that they don't have a connection to your business the people who are attending and because they're getting so many giveaways at once that it there's a good likelihood that yours gets forgotten or thrown away i know i've gone to events where we carry around a plastic bag in every booth they give us a bunch of giveaways and then at the end you know the kids go through and grab the few things that they care about probably slime 
and you know fidget spinners or poppets or something and then the rest of it ends up in the trash so and and maybe a pen I, I pull out a pen put it in the pen drawer um something like that but a lot of it gets thrown away just because of the volume of giveaways that you're getting at that event so there's it's it's tough to find a good giveaway that is going to stand out be memorable be something that someone wants to keep but not be so expensive that you can't afford to give it away in mass quantities and i think I think it really, if you can figure out something that relates to your brand, um, that can be something different and unique, that that is going to stand out. So for example, I have a friend who is a realtor um, and she has her own brokerage and her whole theme is about bees. Um, so one of the giveaways that she does that I think is, is genius is she gives seeds. She gives like flowers seeds to people with instructions on you know how to plant them and that's relatively inexpensive it's a good activity that kids and parents can do together and it's it's unique so it makes it memorable also in terms of the giveaways you know that is a great opportunity for you to have a shared experience with someone so you have to have the promotional giveaways to entice them and and even the games to entice them to come to your booth especially if you're at a really big event with you know possibly hundreds of other vendors and thousands of people coming you know you've got to you've got to find a way to strategically get people to want to visit your booth and not just walk by you um, so having something that is really unique and cre can create that aha moment that you know moment of shock um, is going to be something that leaves a lasting impression on them um, so for example um, one of the things that Brooke had at one of the Easter events is she had this big egg and it was a beautiful egg but because it was an egg and there were a ton of kids like these kids really wanted the egg the golden egg yes they really wanted this egg and their parents were willing to you know sign over all their information so their kids could win this egg um so we ended up getting a ton of people um you know their contact information so we could add them on the email campaign but then it was such a like everybody came over to our booth and everybody I think remembered that because nobody else was doing that at that time or had that beautiful egg at their table so there are ways that you can do it that's relatively inexpensive but you really have to think and try to come up with a, a strategy to do it you don't want to be whack. We will cut you some slack. We got you. You just want to make a big stack. All in. Listen to our biz hack. Today's 
biz hack is about optimizing your social media post for search engine optimization. Just like with search engines, the foundation of effective social media SEO begins with thorough keyword research. When you create your captions, research top performing keywords for SEO related to your services and build your posts around that. You can also check out your Google Analytics to see what existing keywords are bringing people to your website. Once you've done that, take it a step further and humanize your captions. To truly resonate with your audience, infuse your captions with relatable and engaging language. This not only appeals to the algorithms, but more importantly, speaks directly to the hearts and minds of your followers. So when we first started doing community events, Rachel, I think, was signing up for all of them she could find. It would seem like every weekend she was spending her day, you know, at these events and she would bring her, her kids sometimes and they would help her. Um, and they were troopers because it's, it's hard work to be out there and, and it's hot here in Florida. Um, and you know, we were, we were doing quantity over quality, I think is how we were approaching the events. Just get out there and let people see us. And now I think we've kind of shifted from that perspective to where I've adopted a, you know, go big or go home mentality with regard to events. To me, I am now focusing on a few key events per year that I really want to focus on. And then we put in the money to be memorable and to stand out so that it can have the most impact at the event. So we're shifting to a quality over quantity method. Um, some examples, I went to an Easter event in the community and there was a real estate firm who had a their own version of a Build-A-Bear where the kids could come and stuff their own stuffed animal. And that booth was so popular that there was lines of children and parents waiting for their turn to make their stuffed animal. And and it wasn't a branded product, it was just a stuffed animal, but I would bet that those parents will remember that real estate company because they did something that was unique and, was, and made their children so excited. Um, also, I read a book, I've talked about it before on the podcast, called um, the, of course now I can't remember the name of it, the Ultimate Sales Machine, there we go, by Chet Holmes. And he talks about doing community events or, or the example he gives is a trade show where they had set up a booth and he and his employees, they wore Hawaiian shirts. They did a Hawaiian booth with like a tiki hut and just a fully decked out, decorated booth and they had frozen drinks with little umbrellas in them that they were giving out so everyone wanted to come to the Hawaiian booth to get their frozen drink and when they came he would give them a little invitation to come to an after party that evening at you know one of the hot spots in the town and he gave that example of really being memorable standing out going above and beyond um, another example 
we at Bolts Legal are sponsoring a, um, a chiropractic association event coming up uh, soon. Actually, by the time this airs, the event will probably have already occurred. And we are going all out. I purchased the highest sponsorship that was available because it gives me five minutes of speaking time to the audience. And I'm using that time. I've hired a production company to create a video that I'm hoping will be very memorable and will get people talking. It's going to be a music parody of a popular song that's going to in, involve, it's, it's essentially a music video. So Rachel and I will be working on our dance moves <laughs> for this parody and it's in my mind it's going to be awesome you'll have to stay tuned to see how it turns out but the goal again is to go big or go home if we're going to participate in this event and it's got chiropractors there who are a great um, connection for me I want them to remember me. So I'm doing everything I can to uh, be memorable to them by making this video. And then I've been working on my two minute speech once the video is over and also putting together giveaways that align with the theme of my speech and video. So in addition to community events, what is highly recommended is to host your own event. Um, and just like before, there are pros and cons. So some of the pros to hosting your own event is it creates the appearance of being an authority figure and perception is reality. Um, whenever you host your own events, people will literally line up to talk to the host. They will wait, you know, even like a half an hour or an hour after the event has finished just to talk to the host. Even if it's just saying like, wow, I really love this. Like people want to make that connection with the host. Or just saying thank you. Yes. Sometimes they want to just say thank you for, for having me. Um, thank you for hosting this. Yep. And um, with, with hosting your own event, you know, you have the opportunity to get contact information for all attendees, um, for email list and follow up. And a lot of times you don't have to necessarily get this information at the event. You already have this information if you've invited them um, because it's on one of your forms that you have or, or whatever the case may be. Um, a lot of times you have this information so you don't have to bother people, but it's also an opportunity if, you know, there is someone like, let's say you invited someone, but they brought like their practice manager with them. You know, you have the opportunity to get their business card and, um, you know, share, share contact information with them and follow up after that. Stay tuned for part two of today's podcast episode on events, in-person, community events, hosting events, and virtual events.